Welcome to Downtime with John and Emily, the how-to podcast by siblings who don't know anything. I'm your co-host, John Downey. And I'm Emily Downey. And we have a special guest here today, uh, Taylor from Are We Friends? Should I have not said your last name? (laughs) That's all right. We'll just bleep it out. That's fine. Thank you guys for having me on. We literally always say our last names. Well, we say our last names because it's pertinent to the name of the show. If we if we didn't say our last names, then our, the name of our podcast would cease being a pun and start to just be a bad name for a podcast. On a <laughs> over at Are We Friends, we bleep out everyone's name because I've got a real bad habit of saying people's first and last names in my normal speaking. So whenever <laughs> I'm telling a story, like, oh yeah, I knew this guy in high school named first name last name. Yeah, I think yeah, in our high school, Chantilly High School, the one that we went to, like, you know? giving way too much information. So the rule is now no last names, you know, bleep it out. My grandfather um, got himself into trouble this week, so he was on what? Facebook. Papa, my grandfather got. Yep, our grandfather. Excuse me, sorry. Um, what happened got to himself Papa? into trouble because he is closely monitoring the vaccine situation where he lives, and he joined a Facebook group about uh you know where vaccines were going to be available and when I'm and so then nervous. in said facebook group he posted his birthday and phone number <laughs> and it wasn't even a closed group <laughs> when you when you first told me about that oh my from God. The, the beginning of the story like your grandpa joined a group i was just social security number he put his social security number <laughs> he, or something. Just, like, he put his birthday and his, his social security whole identity number. in there in that he facebook group whole, in that public facebook I mean, group like, that means they know his name his birthday and his phone number so that he could be like easily scammed into like oh you know God. receiving false information about this fact because you know pre- like there are people who are going to prey on this situation and who better to scam than like 80 some year olds on Facebook? Than an octogenarian we have to save him <laughs> he's okay he's been saved our mom saved him. Did she, she get did him to... a new phone number? What ha- she... What did she do? Well, I mean, she devoted a good amount of her afternoon to teaching him how to take down Facebook. L O L. So there's that. <laughs> but yeah, be careful with your identity online, kids. We were talking kids. about this last night. Yeah, um, be careful what you say online. And uh, any eighty year people. olds listening to this podcast. But yeah. Taylor and I were talking about this online, how, uh, or online, Jesus, we were talking over the internet, even though we live together in a home. Um, <laughs> we were talking about this uh, because we were rewatching some crime shows, and <laughs> there was a child who had gone missing, and they found her backpack, and her backpack had her name. It was just like Samantha in glitter across <laughs> the backpack, which I guess is kind of fun for a prop, but also like... Our, I was telling Taylor, I remember specifically that our mother did not allow us to have anything with our name on it, on the exterior of our clothing, yeah. what? for Mine this either. exact reason. My mother was obsessed with the fact that um, we were going to be kidnapped. I remember once uh, I went to Disney World with my mother for my aunt's 50th birthday, and my mom grabbed me by the shoulders, brought me in real close, and told me, people will steal you. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, it has stuck with me for a long time. How how old were you at that point? I don't know, six, seven, five-ish. Okay, because I met you around middle school, and at that point, I think you were, like, past past stealing. Thank you, dear. I appreciate <laughs> I that. I mean, I'm just going to say, you got cuter. You did get cuter, but, like... Not in middle school. <laughs> I, th- no, there was I think it's okay a... for that for that to be a, a, a compliment. <laughs> It, it's okay to say you're honestly you're not very kidnappable <laughs> and I mean, that like, that can be a compliment that, that doesn't I have to like be a dig that's we the, were so irritating as children i feel like we were not kidnappable either we were annoying also because we would just we would just spit out information you that, that's why this whole i don't remember this rule about not being able to have personal information written on clothing or anything because I don't know that it would help very much. If you started talking to us, we would just be like, oh yeah, my name is this. I live here. Here is my home phone number. The thing is, John, that you are the third kid and no one 
no one cared about you. <laughs> John, the way you said yes. that just then, it made it sound like someone would come up behind you and go, John, like me, John Downey, that's who you're talking about? Yes, how can I help you? And like, you're incredibly glib and uh, I guess helpful eight-year-old. Here, here's the thing. I really wasn't the kid that did this. Emily was the kid that did this. She would go around in like the grocery store reciting her full name, her full address. (laughs) It was only when I learned. So like she was very excited to know the information. For school, they made us learn our address and our home phone number, like to make sure we knew yeah, it. Yeah, you know, of course. Like, yeah. Write your name, write your address, write your phone number. And I was very excited because, of course, like we had to practice this information. And so I was real stoked about it. And I also did not meet a stranger ever as a child. Like everyone was my friend. And so, yeah, I would go up to people. My mom had to stop me from going up to people in the grocery store and be like, hi, my name's Emily Downey and I live at this address. And, uh, <laughs> you know, this is my phone it's number. Like and the Forrest Gump approach to strangers. Just, my mom would just be like, no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> grab me. I love Like, yeah, I can imagine your mom going up and like, you can't talk to strangers like that. Well, hi, I'm Emily. What's your name? Uh, David. Well, see, now we're not strangers no more. No. <laughs> now we're friends. Do you want to come to my birthday friends. party? You're on the list, Dave. <laughs> uh, it's my party and I get to decide who comes. I was chatty. I was a chatty kid. That's gone away. Yeah. <laughs> What? what the hell are you talking about? You're the chattiest damn person I know. I'm chatty. I know I am. I used to, like, at work when I was still going to the office, I would just go into other people's offices and try to get them going. You know, like you do with oh, yeah. teachers. When you're uh, when you're uh, a kid and you're, you know, in class with your teacher, you try to get your teacher to go off on a tangent so you don't have to work anymore. Yes. I would do that, but, like, That was my, my fucking specialty in school. Are you kidding me? That's the shit, man. Like, that's what you do. What else we do is find soulmates. We're going to find some soulmates. We're going to help you find soulmates. That made it sound like we were going to find new soulmates for ourselves. That we yeah. were that we were gonna hit the factory reset button. <laughs> no, no. I on our did, personal relationships, and then I think we did okay with with the finding our own. But now we gotta help the people. We have know? to help the like, people. That's what our that's what our whole situation is. Yeah, is like helping the people. It, look, folks, the big game is coming up. So we, the big game. So the we, big game. So you don't we've be decided lonely. to do a Valentine's Day theme. This week and next week, because we don't know fuck all about football, and we don't oh, we don't feel like joking about it. There's no point. It's not going to be funny because it would be funny if there was one of us like knew a lot about it, and that somebody else could joke about that. That that well, might be funny. <laughs> also, we have joked about it before, but also like, why is it happening? Like, I, I add don't space, Emily. You listen to me. Not only do we have the commercials that we've always had, but now they're instead of people in the stands, there's going to be giant, giant spaces for ads. So much ad space. There's just there's just going to be giant canvas over the seats with ads for more more companies, more ad space on the screen at all times. I don't know how enough about football to refute this information, John. I know. All I look, I haven't heard this for sure from from NFL. Uh, John Madden has not reached out to me. However, I have seen a soccer game on television recently, and that's what they do. So I can, I, you better believe that American football has has taken note. Just, just to let you know how far out of my mind that the fact that the Super Bowl is happening, let alone I don't know who the hell is in it. But when you said when we were talking about soulmates, and you said so this week the big game's coming. I'm like, John, do you have some information that like Jesus didn't tell me personally? Is that why like we have to find some soulmates like ASAP right now? The big game's coming, and I thought that was like a euphemism for I don't know the revelation. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We're all getting raptured up. 
And you better be holding pinkies with the white gloves. <laughs> the or rapture? You're going to get scrumbled yeah. up into that heavenly, heavenly cloud. Everyone. And it's going to take so long to unscramble your atoms that you're going to be without your soulmate for possibly millennia. I know. You better be holding pinkies. There is I mean, a weird Bermuda Triangle in our on our calendar that has... Washington's birthday, Lincoln's birthday, and Valentine's Day, and within that triangle is the rapture. It was it it was it had to be some year, but it happened to be this year. It's 2021. The rapture's happening on Valentine's Day in between the two presidents' birthdays. I don't know why the presidents are involved, but they are. Let me ask you. Yeah. Is yours a 30-day calendar where Valentine's Day if you drew it on the 30-day calendar, does it make a triangle? Or is time not linear for you? <laughs> no, it's in my head. It's just <laughs> because Valentine's Day. Well, like, no, if you picture no, no, no. a 30-day calendar, <laughs> like you could make a triangle out of three dates on that calendar. But I don't think <laughs> what you're saying is correct. President's Day is the day after Valentine's Day. President's right. uh-huh. Day uh-huh. is the date in between Lincoln's birthday and Washington's birthday. So it makes a line with three dots on it. President's Day is not in the triangle. Okay, but it's President's Day is out of the triangle. I'm having a problem with this whole shape of time situation that you're trying to (laughs) project. I was was using Bermuda Triangle specifically because that invokes fear in in some. Okay. Is this like a, a disguised way of saying that you haven't gotten your partner anything for Valentine's Day? Like this fear about the date of Valentine's Day that you're expressing? Is this something like... On the inside coming out? Here's the thing. Uh-huh. And this is this is going to be part of the advice later is gift giving to the people who you believe to be your soulmate. Uh, I did get a gift for my soulmate, the woman that I am marrying. Uh, I got her a comfy. Because I thought you said you already... You told me that while we were on speakerphone with her yesterday. Yeah. So you're saying you... Got her a present for Valentine's Day and then gave it to her before Valentine's Day? Look, we all... This happens to all of us. Everyone who lives with their significant other knows the plight. Valentine's Day, it's one of those holidays where when you're in a relationship, you usually go like, we don't have to do gifts on Valentine's Day. You know, like, that's that's a holiday where we don't really have to broach. You know, every couple has at least one of those holidays through the year where it's like, we don't have to do presents, you know? Yeah, but ours are usually the Jewish ones. But also, we did say that we were not doing presents on Valentine's Day. And if you give See? me a present, darling. Small things. See? Like, no. We talked about like teeny tiny no. little See? small things. But you know anything. what I mean. Oh, like flowers no, or chocolates. Or, like... I'm not getting you anything. <laughs> That's okay, baby. It's not. A, you don't give a gift with the expectation of no. being given a gift. You give a gift because it's the spirit of the holiday. That's true. But see, but see you know what I mean. Because I love you. I love you too, but I'm not getting. We discussed this. I'm not, getting <laughs> I'm not quite sure why you're getting so defensive. At no point have I said oh, that no. you need oh, to God. give me oh, a no. gift. Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! Our podcast. Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! Oh, it's comedy poison. <laughs> but you know what I mean. Couple so you guys, decorating. you guys have done this as well. You guys have said, okay, this holiday, Clearly. not that important. We don't need to do gifts. Yeah, but obviously the message isn't received. We we usually do that for Valentine's Day as well. So that's why this year. I was going through, I was on Instagram. I got, I got an ad for a comfy knockoff, which I knew was just, I knew what it was right off the bat. I was like, this is a knockoff of comfy. I knew Sam wanted one. I bought it and I was like, you know what? I'm pretty sure this is big enough where it's going to come in its own packaging. And she's probably going to see it on the doorstep before I do. So there's no hiding there's there's not going to be me getting it and wrapping it before she sees it so you gotta send it to your workplace wow shit why didn't why didn't i call you taylor yeah i sent my christmas (laughs) gift because it was also big i sent it to my parents house so i could pick it up from there slick Slick. I just got I just got Taylor's Christmas present because it was also big and also a hundred pounds. I got it delivered to our house, and then I had to like scream at Taylor to be like, "Hold back the dog!" As I'm like trying to open the door, don't help me! Don't, don't help, help me. me! I don't. I thought it was a bit. I don't I like, want don't help. Don't look! Don't help me! It turns out when you get large toolboxes from Lowe's. Craftsman likes to print exactly what's in the box <laughs> on 
the box. Like, not just the name, but the picture. Yeah, like in it perspective. Had, like, the picture of this toolbox. We'll give you a couple angles. Yeah. There's some glamour shots. So I'm like, try. I felt so weak in that moment because I was like, don't help me. And I'm like, try to get it over the threshold of her home. And it was this gigantic package. It was was tricky, but I did it. And then I wrapped the whole thing. It took a whole roll of wrapping paper. It was awesome. That's enough about our soulmates and where we are in our relationships for Valentine's Day. We're here to help the single Not person. Not in the same goddamn place, turns out. We're here to... The, Emily? Uh, hey, Emily, time out for the hey. podcast real quick. <laughs> it's okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cool down. I'm going to play a game on my phone. No, <laughs> hey, hey, wait, no. <laughs> oh, it's okay. You I got can't, cool off. You can't do that either. No, it's it's what hap- it's what's happening. Emily, you get one or the other. You're gonna you're gonna make feedback on that microphone. Right no, I'm now. not. Okay. It's cellular data. If there's any feedback, I'm not publishing the episode, and I'm gonna tell everyone on Instagram that's your fault. Uh, that would require you to fucking post on Instagram. <laughs> See, I can figure oh, out fired. Emily, now. I got issues with all y'all. <laughs> what the fuck have I done? We'll see on Valentine's Day now, won't we? Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be just... I don't... Well, shit, now I feel like there's, like, a level of gift that I have to hit perfect that it doesn't no, oblige you to no. get a gift. Soulmates. Soulmates. <laughs> We're going to help you, the listener. You single, single, sad listener. Oh, my God, John. <laughs> you sad, sad... Sappy yeah, sack of shit listener. Don't you want the bliss that we all have? <laughs> <laughs> We're setting the stage. It would be nice to just run away. <laughs> We're gonna help you find. You've been looking for a soulmate. I get that. I get the plight. I understand. We're gonna help you. Where do you go to find your soulmate? I don't know why I started Walmart. with. Wh- I immediately thought. Like, I don't know what the fuck came over me, but I was like, Orange Julius. (laughs) (laughs) You meet meet your soulmate at the Orange Julius. Go to the mall. section of a dicks. In between the Macy's and the other Macy's, there's an Orange (laughs) Julius. Your soulmate will be there. Without fail. With an Annie Ann's pretzel. (laughs) This is why we need shopping malls. They were like, we don't need shopping malls anymore. It's all online. How are people going to meet their fucking soulmates if there's no goddamn Orange Julius anymore? Before you could drive, I remember before I could drive and before I had a car, uh, that was a good place to like meet up with someone surreptitiously because your parents sweetie (laughs) yeah because your parents would just like kick you out the door and like yeah whatever i'm going to lord and taylor or whatever or not here see you in a couple hours and like yep so i got just enough money to buy you a thing at the kb toys or wherever was hot topic a thing at the hot topic and like get a pretzel and a lemonade together as we awkwardly kind of hold hands yeah but it's still a very public place but it's still a moment of privacy away from your parents and i feel like amazon doesn't do that this this was the era for me where you would go and you would hang out with your friends and you would take pictures and then you would edit them on Picnic and post them on Facebook. Oh my God, that, Picnic. That was the era. And if you're cringing, I am too. Don't I worry. Mean, yeah, I do have like very specific like mirror selfies in the H&M wearing a brand new hat, which was the only thing I could afford at the H&M. <laughs> and H&M, H&M is not an expensive store. <laughs> or at least it wasn't at that point in time. And if you went into Forever 21 as a tween, they would just follow you around. They would just expected yeah. that you were stealing we, we, shit. We, we know why you're here, kiddo. You know? Yeah, you're here to stuff these earrings down your pants as fast as you can. Oh, you like those jelly bracelets? You like that, huh? Do you? Do you? You like those jelly bracelets? Well, you can take them right to the fucking cash register. <laughs> can go directly to the cash Yeah, if you ask them to try things on, they're just mean to you, and they're like, no. And I always thought they were like, just rude about my body type or something, but I'm pretty sure it was because I was a penniless tween and they knew I wasn't going to buy anything. We're going to weigh you going in and weigh you coming out and those <laughs> numbers better fucking match. You go in wearing a di- like wearing, you leave wearing more underpants than you went in with. <laughs> I've never shoplifted. Here's the thing. We're all, we're all adults here. 
I really, I don't want our listeners to think I've shoplifted. I really haven't. Oh, no. I haven't I, shoplifted either. I've never shoplifted. Of course not. No, no one's ever shoplifted. No, I haven't no. shoplifted. Yeah, we know Emily. No one, no, yeah. Yeah. No really one on this podcast has so ever many, shoplifted. I had so many female friends who specifically went through a klepto phase, which is a thing that happens to 14 and 15 year old girls sometimes. Or Winona Ryder. Where they just steal stuff. Here's what? here's the thing. Winona Ryder famously got arrested for shoplifting. Shoplifting. At what age? Um, young. Yeah. 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 Sometimes you just want to feel in control. You know? Yeah, that's exactly it. Here's, Anyways, here's the thing, so, y'all. I'm not. I'm it. not gonna it didn't be. To me. I'm not telling you to do anything. I'm. I'm not. I'm not saying to do illegal things. I'm just saying that all of these big companies have policies that literally say that their employees cannot stop you from taking stuff off the shelves and walking out the door. Yeah, but then they, they, they can't. put a printout of you on the security yeah, footage. Yeah, sure. You can't. Here's the. Okay. Okay. You can't ever go back. That's true. You can't Scorched go back her. to the store. <laughs> but they, they, they will lose their job if they try to do anything to you. Uh, that's just information. I'm not telling you that you should or should not do anything. Just, I'm just, just spreading the word. The, the, the gospel. No, n- not a gospel of anything. The, the five fingered path yeah. or whatever it is. All right. So most, how do you meet your soulmate? Most adults have met your soulmate already. What the fuck is wrong with you, John? <laughs> yeah, so if you're listening to this and you haven't found him, I'm sorry you're in that shitty minority that hasn't found him yet. No, no, yeah. no, 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 no. Not, I didn't say most adults are already with their soulmate. I said most adults have already met their soulmate. Yeah, but what if everyone they've met sucks? <laughs> Can you show your work on that? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, can you see? Taylor, it's my podcast. I'm allowed to make up statistics if I want. (laughs) Yeah, but like you also brought a guest here today and also you have me and we were both saying that's a fat crock of shit. You need to do the work here. Hang on. Hold on. You're being like Hang on. People in the world. Hang on. (laughs) You're saying your, your pool of what a soulmate could be is only among the people that you've met. There are 8 billion people, but the like 500 or so that you've met, one of those, that's you one of your two. soulmates. You two among people. Among your Facebook friends. You two people soulmate. who were friends for like a full decade before you started dating seriously are the ones arguing with me about the fact that most people have met their soulmate and just have not been with them yet. Yeah, yeah, we, we don't believe in confirmation bias, John. I think, I think we the believe logic in coincidence. Yeah. I, think, I think the logic is flawed, and also I'm a little lazy. You know, so <laughs> dating is hard and it's scary, and online dating fucking sucks. It does. You meet weirdos. <clears throat> you do. I think we can strange. say that that firmly. If you've hey, if you're listening to this, and you met on a dating site, and you're married to a person you met. On, on that dating site. It's pretty rad. That's great, and I love it, but I refuse to suggest that on our episode well, about how to okay, find a soulmate. So, so Taylor and I were talking about this because apparently I've had a lot more success on dating sites than Taylor has. So okay. I, have, I have actually had significant others from dating sites before. Okay. Like, it never got extremely serious, yeah. but I have gotten to the point where I can say that I had a significant other from... A dating site mm-hmm. and that was you know i feel like that's especially re- relevant now because we can't we can't go to the soda shop you know we can't just meet up at the soda fountain and grab a malt that's true you know it's not really an option although i'd fuck i would fucking kill for a malt right now man <laughs> yeah i was just thinking about like letterman jackets and poodle skirts and i'd also kill for those to come back in a big way i don't want a poodle skirt i've worn them before you can wear a letterman jacket i i look <laughs> fucking hot as balls in a letterman jacket you go to the mall you go to the orange julius you find the one person wearing a poodle skirt and a leather jacket letter jacket. letterman jacket sorry, letterman sorry, jacket sorry, sorry. Because she's going to be there with the guy in the leather jacket. Oh, wait, no. The grease goes the other way around. Never mind. Hold on. You're going to find the poodle skirt with the Letterman jacket. You walk in in a leather jacket, and then she's going to do a quick change into black tights and a black T-shirt. 
and then you guys go to the fair and drive off in a flying convertible. <laughs> I will say that uh, that orange Julius makes me horrendously ill. Like, I've never had it. I don't know what's in orange Julius, <laughs> but it makes me really sick. <laughs> I think there's like chicken broth in it or something. <laughs> <laughs> That's that's what makes it so good. There's actually that's what makes it so thick and creamy is actually it's just chicken fat. <laughs> it's chicken fat and MSG. Chicken fat. That's why it's so delicious. Every every drink that you get from Orange Julius has just at least a tablespoon of both chicken fat and MSG. Yeah. But no oranges. No, and it's solid at room temperature. <laughs> Thank you so much to Juniper for providing our music this week. You are about to hear Daydream, which was written on New Year's 2020. This is going to be the second single off of their debut album, so go check it out. Get in the link in the description. You'll be able to find more from Juniper. Go ahead and check them out on all your favorite social media platforms. They're on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, everything you can imagine, at Juniper the Band. Go ahead and give them a follow. Show them some love. Tell them that Downtime sent you. For now, please enjoy Daydream by Juniper. Take it away, guys. to find our soulmates okay so i'm gonna 
I, I remember what my mom told me because my mom had quite a lot to say on the subject of what dating was going to be. Yeah. Um, <laughs> my my mom told me I should have fifty girlfriends before I get married. Fifty. Uh, five zero. Five zero. That's, That's a, a lot. It's a lot. So and I many. not gonna lie. That's a lot took of heartbreak heart. she wanted you to have. Well, I think it was a lot more about like really be sure that the person you want to marry is the person you want to marry, which is not a comment on my parents' marriage. It's just the advice that my mom gave me, <laughs> like pretty insistently. And she she knew I was a romantic and that, you know, I liked girls from a young age and wanted to be with girls and, you know, et cetera. Uh, and I remember in addition to that, she told me that the best place to meet somebody was is to the orange Julius? at <laughs> the Orange Julius, specifically at times when people who are into the same thing you are are there. So, like, if you're really into Warhammer, I'm sorry, you'll be alone forever. But if you're really into a less niche hobby... Find times when people who are also into that less niche hobby are at the Orange Julius and be in that same circle. I really, I need to hear this in your mom's words because I don't think the Orange Julius thing actually happened. No, 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 no. She just said like, you know, whatever you love to do, find people who love to do it. And like where people Mm. are doing that, be there. And that's, you know, that's how you find people. So what do you love to do? I was going to say say you. (laughs) Fuck. (laughs) No. Nice. Uh, See, soulmates. we fought and now we made up. Um, and now you're going to have to leave the Zoom call, John. <laughs> know, this is not a drill. Yeah, we've got some. Never mind. <laughs> oh, oh, God, no, please. I feel you guys can't um, see what I see. The listeners can't see what I see. I know. Shame for out. them. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what you trying to say to me? <laughs> <laughs> What would you go to if you had to meet your soulmate, Taylor? What event would you go to based on your interests? Ooh, this based is on good. my interests? Um, I'm just trying to think about places where you'd be. You're trying to think of the, the correct the answer. Strategy, the strategy There's that no I had. Right or wrong answer. In high school and grad school, sorry, in uh, undergrad and grad school, there was a bar named Finnegan's, and that was my place to meet people. And I met. Not less than two, maybe not significant others at this bar. And um, I met I met a couple others there. <laughs> I met some less others, less than other. significant <laughs> others there. And the reason was is because like I just felt comfortable there. It was my place, and we all had one thing in common that. This was none of our first choices. Yeah. No one, no one, no. Well, like, like the person wasn't your first. No, choice. No, like the the location where we're meeting. Uh, like okay. none of us came here to meet people, and that's the magic of it. Yeah, you know? <laughs> like somewhere between the Buck Hunter machine and the Dollar Jello shots, or the seven dollars for a pound of crawfish, or perhaps the copious amounts of cigarette smoke in the air. <laughs> you found what you were really looking for. This is a place that it, you're allowed to smoke inside. Is what I'm yeah. hearing. And yeah, eat was. crawfish. That's... And at the same time, eat crawfish. <laughs> you can enjoy a Marlboro and some crawfish at this establishment. I feel like a camel and some crawfish would have worked a little better oh, there. That's but fair. Yeah. You can crush a you can crush some cans, Fuck. crush some camels, and crush some crawfish. <laughs> and also crush them I'm not gonna say But I think the lesson there is there you go. find your home turf. You gotta, mm. you gotta oh, find where you, better. where you are the most comfortable. Probably not this place. <laughs> no, this no, it's a special person to be comfortable described. Don't, don't make this your place. <laughs> to be fair, it is the kind of place where I made Toto's Africa the second most played song on their jukebox. What was and the first? I made the top played song uptown girl like i did oh over years managed to crawl those two to the top two spots and no one stopped me i, I had a friend who lived next to a bar with one of those pay per play um the like, play tunes the play tunes that's you could the do one it from your phone and she she would just change the change it from like her house <laughs> I I worked at a a bar several years ago, a bar that I was convinced to quit my job from by uh, present company. Uh, Taylor, thank you for that. 
Um, oh, yeah. <clears throat> but while I was working at this bar, the top played song at the time was Crash by Dave Matthews Band. Oh, my God. Which oh, is, my God. Uh, Crash into me, right? Yes, which is rough. Uh, but there was a guy that would come in when we opened at 11 a.m. and start drinking. And without fail, he would play Crash or Crash Into Me, whatever it's called, by Dave Matthews Band. Uh, and he was very sad. And I hope he's doing okay. <laughs> Oh, God, me too. Oh, you made me care about this person. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Can you sing a few bars of that song? Because the only song I'm thinking of is like, why can't you crash into me? No, no it's not that one. Not that it's one. Like, it's much sadder than that. Crash into me. Yeah, right? Crash. Yeah. That's all I know. <laughs> I, I knew a guy named Terry, whose his place was the bar that we worked at, him and I, this guy, Terry. Um, Terry was just always scheming about how to like talk to like high tops of girls who were giggling and having a good time. And he would always, he would put the same song on to pump himself up to go while he was on the shift to go flirt with girls. And it was that song. um, (laughs) For the entire bar. Isn't it lean on me? Yeah. Lean on me. Lean on me. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> he would just blast that, straighten his tie, and go hit on some biddies. <laughs> oh. And that was that was his thing. And it, you know, he wasn't unsuccessful. He he met some nice people. And I think that's I think that's lesson number two. You gotta find you gotta find your pump up song. That's a good call. What would your pump up song be, John? My pump up song, "Spring" by Vivaldi. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Is that bum, 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 Is that spring? Isn't that the one that they always play when people when characters are waking up to a beautiful morning? That's definitely one of the seasons. I cannot, I cannot. I'm pretty sure that's spring. I think you're right. But yeah, I I like a good I like a good shout. But ooh, ooh, cat people, David Bowie. <laughs> nice. And I'll be putting out fire with gasoline. And I'll be like picturing that scene in Inglorious Bastards where she's like putting on lipstick and looks real hot before she blows up a bunch of Nazis. You know what? I want to amend mine. Winner takes it all by ABBA. Ooh. And just just fully reenacting the scene where Meryl Streep performs it and in Mamma Mia. Oh man. If that Pony? doesn't get you ready Pony. for a romantic scenario, I don't know what does. I mean, I was thinking Pony by Genuine for mine. Um, <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> you know, because the pump up song isn't about like, I'm not trying to inspire what this song's about. I'm trying to inspire me. And that song <laughs> inspires me. Oh, my God. I, I do not know why. I cannot tell you why. The day that I graduated college, I had Pony by Genuine stuck in my head <laughs> the entire day. The whole day long of my graduation, and it was a great day. And I think for that reason, okay. I did not know what that song was until I watched American Vandal, because uh, it's oh the theme God. song that they had for the janitor, the like strangely show. sexual and sexy janitor. They would just have that playing on the background, <laughs> like as he's stroking mop handles and things like that. It was incredible. And yep, that yeah, was a yep, beautiful. Yep. Have your pump-up song. Find your home turf. It might be Orange Julius. It might not, but it probably is. Yeah, most likely. What else we got? Where's your Where's your hangout spot, John? We didn't hear yours. My my home turf. Yeah, if you were to follow my mom's advice, the video game aisle at a Target superstore. But if you had followed Taylor's mom's advice, you never would have found Sam that way. I would have never found Sam that way. That is true. But that's my home turf. And see, that's the thing, though, is my home turf happens to be specifically the video game aisle. But Sam's home turf is the rest of Target. Okay. So you would have, like, bumped into each other Absolutely. She would have circled in on your location. She would have at least passed by and we would make loving eye contact longing eye contact why do we go to the target we get trapped there it's a real thing i don't go there very often but their uh soap section i just get sucked in i'm like (laughs) what soap should i buy and then you know 
one thing leads to another and then all of a sudden my cart total is like 280 dollars and i'm like how did this happen <laughs> the other place that happens is the the plant nursery i was gonna say just the nursery I, like, I have to specify i think that happens to everyone emily the plant I don't, nursery yeah i think everyone gets stuck at the plant nursery i fucking love that i i'm worried you're being facetious uh, no i fucking love the plant everyone nursery. loves the plant the plant nursery who doesn't I do though. who would not get stuck at a plant nursery you you'd be surprised who doesn't plants? just want to hang out at a plant nursery i don't want to hang the out time. there but i'll get stuck there i guess Taylor gets stuck there because he drives me there. <laughs> so, um, a, a question for you guys, I guess, on the topic of um, of soulmates. Yeah. Do you believe in them? Uh, I guess one in them, and the second one is: Do you believe in love at first sight? Um, I guess it's a little tangential. Mm to the soulmate question because i i guess you would fall in love with who your soulmate is but it's not necessarily like you see it and suddenly all the colors get brighter and all the lines get crisper in the world and you know vivaldi spring starts playing (laughs) i have an opinion about this but i want to hear john's first i do not believe in love at first sight i don't i i think that that is putting a lot of pressure on physical beauty and that, I mean, that just doesn't sit right. It's also not, it. I mean, if I'm being honest, it's just, it's not true of my love story. Because, I mean, we went to high school together, so we knew each other. We were in, we had classes together. We didn't start dating until our senior year. So. I feel like really, really hot people can just say that they, it was love at first time. At first yeah, time. that's, it's a lot like easier reality. when you're super hot. <laughs> Yeah, I first met. really hot and then it happened to work out and then they get to say for the rest of eternity that it was love at first sight. <laughs> yeah, right. when I first saw uh, Jennifer, I, I pretty much knew. Yeah, there's <laughs> something about her. I don't know if it was, um, you know, her personality that I saw first. Or but, her uh, personality. Or her, you know, two personalities. <laughs> but I, uh, I do, I do. I don't like that voice. <laughs> John, go on. What I can say is that I started telling everyone that I was going to marry her after I had actually hung out with her, I think for the first time. Maybe love at first date, I can say. So, I kind of do believe a little bit, a little bit. I think there's something to be said for not love at first sight. I, I wouldn't go so far as to say that, but I think chemistry because yeah. I have told this really weird and gross story before, but I ha- I've had that chemistry with someone before, and it's really alarming when it happens. But it was, like, purely pheromones and purely sexual. Like, where I was just like, holy shit. And the dude, it happened to be a guy. It was the same, where we both just kind of looked at each other, and we were like, oh, this oh, is happening. Oh, <laughs> is, this, tra- is this happening? Oh, the this is happening. The beam. It was really <laughs> weird. We talked for, like, we met and talked for, like, literally two minutes, and we were just both like, what is happening? We're going to bone. Like, I don't know. It was not a, it was not an appearance base thing at least for me like i just kind of looked at this guy who is not someone i would find conventionally conventionally attractive really at no not at all that's crazy handsome i guess but like not someone i would say if you were like close your eyes picture someone who conventionally attractive this guy yeah yeah but we just like met talked for a few seconds and like literally it was like we are compatible (laughs) it was really weird and it scared me so much I didn't actually ever go through with it because I was just like, "Yeah, this is too much." Like we had a date. <laughs> this would be it was, too good. At what it was literally like, <laughs> I don't, I can't. Like it's too much pressure because I'm like, I'm gonna like be with you. You know, it was really weird. So that's what I can say about love at first sight is you can be like weird tractor beam attracted to people. And that does happen. And I have a, I have a, like, I have a theory about it, which is, like, certain people smell really good to you. And I feel like it can be 
either an immediate thing that has to do with your like immune system or your immune response to some person or it can be a gradual thing like you start dating someone and then they start to smell really good to you like Mm -hmm. I know like I'm sure you think Sam smells really good to you and I know Taylor smells really good to me you know it's these things that's like we are compatible you know we have this attraction for each other and that goes beyond like what we can what we can intellectualize yeah is that a word yeah absolutely yeah so rationalize rationalize yeah Mm -hmm. um in that way so i think uh for love at first sight that's what i'll have to say about that um as for soulmate meh maybe maybe there's a lot of people on this planet you know and a lot of people end up attracted to someone they're they're from a similar circumstances as them because they can relate to each other really easily that way and yeah. also like yeah there's something you said like a lot of people end up with someone from within a 20 mile radius of where they're from yeah and that's just what happens like i know plenty of people who got together and are together from like international couples and whatever and like that is also a thing that i've experienced but a lot of people, it's a, a familiarity that makes you feel safe with them. So, I mean, like, I think Soulmates is a little bit of a stretch. That being said, I love you very much, Taylor. <laughs> I love you, too. Because, no, you, you were talking about it, and, it, like, it makes me think. It's like, um, oh, to, be, to be honest with you guys, I, I know this isn't the kind of podcast where you guys do this. Like, I've got a lot of trouble with the idea of believing in God. Um, and it's not something that I've like decided on, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, it's one of those things like, you know, we were, we all grew up Catholic. It's the hotel, California. You can check out and I can, you can never really leave. <laughs> um, so, but it, you know, there are portions like, oh yeah, this is a really nice idea. And there's a lot of beauty to it. And hold the phone, hold the, <laughs> sorry, evolution is a fact. And like the universe is nigh infinite and none of this makes sense. And that's how I feel about soulmates as well, that, you know, like it, it feels like something that is right and true. But I think that's really because when I'm with Emily, that it, it feels right and true. And I, my first thought is that I want that to be like extra, extraterrestrially, like ethereally substantiated. You know what <laughs> I mean? <laughs> you yeah, want you know, there no. to be the, the string connecting your pinkies across Mountains across reality whatever. time and space yeah. and all that yeah and like, when we're in the ion cloud after the rapture absolutely <laughs> we're only the magnet of our two promise rings that we gave each other in high school will attract our <laughs> atoms to one another again that's the only way it happens read the bible my letterman pin to your promise ring and we shall be together my forever my, my a, letterman jacket she'll to be your a poodle star skirt, yeah and we just happen to meet in front of the orange julius <laughs> yeah but I don't know. That's how I feel about it. Like, I, I feel like I have a soulmate, uh, but it's hard to intellectualize. Like, it's hard to when you think about it rationally, like, this is a weird concept. This is, this is hard to hard yeah. to hard to say, but it feels also, true. It kind of shits on the fact that relationships are work. It does. Yeah. It kind it of does, like, that, oh, that's so that just invalidates that's the thing that, that the and that's that's like before we delve too far into that, we got to get out of this podcast because this will this will devolve into us just saying like you have to you have Preachy to work nonsense. with each other your relationship is going to be bad sometimes and that's okay but yeah, i think that's where we should leave it, it ultimately for sure just <laughs> or talk it... to people i am so glad to be past that part of a relationship where you have to like play a little guessing game yeah like how serious are you how serious am i am i gonna freak you out if i tell you the truth and now i'm just like in my office with Taylor, like ripping farts all day and it's fine, yeah. you know? So that's good. Thank God for that or whatever, or the ion cloud or whatever we just, whatever we landed on. <laughs> yeah. Just communicate with each other. If and you- also. Yeah. But yeah. I wanted to do something in summation, but I had nothing. That was perfect. Taylor, you want to plug your pluggables? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, So me and two friends who I've known for 
10 years. Well, we've been saying 10 years for two years now, so it's probably more of like a dozen years. We've known them uh, too. have a podcast. I, know, I knew them also for that long. We all know them. Speaking of people that we all knew in high school, like our soulmates, these two buddies of mine who I also knew in high school, and uh, we now talk once a week to figure out why, why we're still friends. The podcast is called appropriately, Are We Friends? You can catch that every Monday, late night, more likely Tuesday morning, um, <laughs> on r-we-friends.com. We also have a Twitter and Instagram, uh, both of which are at underscore are we friends, all one word. I would like to thank Ethan Gustafson for the use of his music as our intro and outro theme. You can find more work from Ethan at somepointsound.com. Thank you so much, Natalie Spitzel, for the use of her cover art. If you'd like to see more from Natalie, you can go to her Instagram at nms underscore creative or her website nataliespitzel.com for her instagram again that's at nms underscore creative or nataliespitzel.com if you want some amazing hemp and cbd products the only place you need to go is homesteadhemp1787.com again homesteadhemp1787.com they have bath bombs with cbd infused in them we they've got cbd pre-rolls they've got cbd oil that you can buy all of the good stuff go to homesteadhemp1787.com and you can use our code downtime at checkout and you can get a full 20 percent off your entire order which is a steal hop on it now homesteadhemp1787.com use code downtime at checkout for 20 percent off thank you um, can I plug one more thing that you and I are both on, John? No! I didn't think so. Thank you very much. <laughs> uh, no, but uh, John and I <laughs> John and I are on a uh, an entirely improvised uh, Call of Cthulhu, like a, a tabletop RPG game every Thursday night at 7 p.m. Central that's called Outlaws and Old Ones. Eastern. Eastern. What did I say? Central. Sorry, I work for a company that does Central Time. 7 p.m. <laughs> Eastern Time, like television and reality works. It's called Outlaws and Old Ones on twitch.tv slash the Outlaws Network. We take a lot of audience suggestions. It's a lot of fun, and no one knows where the story is going, so you can be a part of that. Friends, it is Black History Month, and we at Downtime with John and Emily, and the, all the whole Outlaws Network is fully in support of a Black Lives Matter movement. 100%. You can go to our website and also our Instagram page for a card on resources and ways to help the Black Lives Matter movement, or go ahead and this month take the opportunity to help out a BIPOC friend of yours. Uh, any either way, go to our Instagram, that's at down, Downy Siblings, or you can hit us up at our website, uh, getdowny.com, for more information. Thank you so much for listening. My name is Emily Downey. I'm John Downey. Thank you guys for having me on. I'm Taylor. Uh, those little pilled up fuzzies you get on your sweater. I will fight you. Keep that button hot. Oh.